0: This is the Sunday edition of the 217 Recovery
1: Podcast. Tonight's episode was carefully selected by
0: Marnie. Could be little, could be big. But going back out is not the answer.
1: Sit back, relax, or do whatever it is you do. And enjoy Marnie's Sunday night replay. It might be childish, sure, but that's kind of what... Drugs do, you know This is the 217 recovery podcast with Corey Winfield. You know when people like reach out and ask for help and it's something as simple as hey shipping her a box of tampons. The one thing about this girl is she's never asked me for anything. She may have hinted about tampons. June 23rd 2020 it is the 217 recovery podcast in my name. It's Corey Winfield. In the studio with me yet again is Marnie Liston. Marnie, hello. How are you? How are you? I'm doing all right. I had kind of a weird day today. Motions all over the board. And I know you want to get into some stuff, which I think will really help you get some things off of your chest. And just, it feels good to talk about it. And. There might be a couple people listening that you'd be like, "Oh, oh, well, that's great to know that about Marnie. She's bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's bad, Marnie. But we'll get to that here in just a minute. First, um, uh, want to talk about how I'm feeling today and I thought about drinking multiple times today. Wow. To be honest, and you know, a year and a half it doesn't matter, you know. I see at meetings you know people saying that you know they got 20 years and you know they're they're still fighting it a day at a time too and yeah there was a, there was a few times today where i i thought about it and actually yesterday going back to yesterday i uh, was listening to i went to listen to the ticket my favorite radio station best radio station in the world out of dallas sports station and the guys were on vacation and oh i hate that And the guys filling in for we were talking about Game of Thrones. And I never really watched Game of Thrones until one time I did. And I was drinking. It was like a four-day bender, and that's all I did was watch Game of Thrones. So to even think of that show just makes me think of, oh, man, like getting that buzz on and just that mindless entertainment and just a little and man that that would that buzz feels good, and then I, I quickly had to bring that down and bring it back to reality and remember no <laughs> that that buzz wasn't worth it, and to go out and to try to drink again it, it wouldn't be worth it for me. I have way too much to lose right now, and the buzz isn't even that good. I remember thinking that one of the last times I drank. I remember, you know, starting to drink, you know, the fifth of 100 proof stuff, whatever I was getting. And and as soon as I, I got, like, the head buzz going, I, I remember thinking, this isn't even, this isn't good. Like, w- this isn't what I remember. And then I, I drank a lot more and kept trying to drink more and more and more and more to try to somehow make it good. But it, it, never, it never was good. And the fact that I was able to go through that kind of progression with it, I think, was, was a big thing. And I didn't keep fantasizing about it. I didn't let my brain take over. You know, I think my soul jumped in there and was like, hey, wait a minute. Wait, let's back this up. And then today, it was it was kind of a tough situation going to, um, to going to court. Uh, I didn't really get to sit in on the pretrial stuff, but um, a friend of mine is in, in a little bit of trouble. And I was going there just to kind of show some support um i saw another guy that i know used to know used to used to be considered a friend uh used to consider him a friend used to be on 217 recovery i'm not going to mention his name but it's ryan beckman and we stopped being friends when um i i felt let down and betrayed and i felt disappointed you know and Sometimes I'll let that kind of get to me, and and I'll turn it into anger, and I'll have to to bring it back down to go. Okay, well, really, what was I feeling? Well, I was feeling, you know, because I considered this guy a friend, and you know, the the betrayal and you know just disappointment, and that's that's what I I really feel, and that's it's not anger. It's just you know I feel disappointed and betrayed. So, um, you know, he was there as well, and <laughs> it was funny because. Uh he decided he was gonna reach out to Anna and be like, Hey Anna, tell Corey he can't talk about this on the podcast. Okay, first of all, Ryan Beckman, you know how to get a hold of me. My email's Corey at 217recovery.com. There's a reason that's the only way you can reach me. Feel free. Send me anything you want, man. Um But seeing um seeing my man, my, my friend, uh it was just it was it was uh it was good to see him um you know to know he's still alive and the fact that he saw me and gave him a fist bump (laughs) like he knows that we support him you know and sometimes you have to do that and yeah we weren't able to to sit in there um for all the stuff that was going on but it was worth it you know i had to drive an hour there an hour back but it was worth it, you know, just for those few seconds for him to to see like, hey, you know people do care about him, and people do support him so so it it was good, but on the way back, it's just like man it was I don't know, it was just kind of getting into getting into my brain a little bit, and I don't know um, i'm I'm guessing this is gonna happen the rest of my life, you know, like I said, <laughs> I've heard old timers say, you know, I got twenty years clean, and it's still a fight, so You know, you know, it's something that I should just expect, you know, like these thoughts are going to come. And as long as I keep handling them the way that I do, and sometimes situations are going to be a little harder and temptation might be a little bit closer, but, you know, I I did the right things today and I, I chose not to drink and I know you appreciate that
0: absolutely yeah you
1: know but i just i just feel like being honest about it and you know maybe someone's listening right now they got three months six months two years five years whatever you know they can can maybe relate to it and go hey look you know it's still happening and corey's not afraid to admit it you know that it pops in his brain and i don't think anyone should be afraid to talk about it um if you see a therapist or counselor or whatever you know tell them about it for sure but if you can get a good buddy Uh, Some people call them sponsors. Some people call them friends. It's nice to, you know, talk to them about it. You know, like, there's people I wouldn't talk about it with, you know, like, and bless her heart, but I love her, my mom, you know, if I brought it up to my mom, I don't know what she'd do. I think she'd probably get worried. Oh, no, Corey, what are you doing? You know? Mm -hmm. Oh, I I, got to text you every single hour now, and um. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't be that way, but I just would feel more comfortable doing it on a podcast and she can listen then. Well, there you go. But, um, but yeah. So that was, that was kind of my day in a in a nutshell. Now for the juicy stuff. <laughs>
0: right. right. Well, uh, you were talking about honesty, honesty, honesty is a big thing, a big, good thing. Um, I think being honest with myself, being honest with my situation, you know, where I'm at, where I've been, you know, in all reality, that's kind of what's been on my plate lately. And you know what I've realized, especially in the last week or so, is that I think things are scarier when you don't talk about them. I think the stuff that, you know, we shove underneath the rug for so long is because we're fearful of what might come along with it be it emotions be it circumstances be it people's responses be it wherever you find yourself after it actually becomes something that it comes out of the woodwork and in my situation let's see how do i even really start this
1: there was two girls and it was band camp right
0: <laughs> yeah this one <laughs> yeah right band camp Sexual no never been um but
1: never not, been to band camp, never
0: been to band camp, okay. No, but back was... to the
1: two girls. Where was it? No.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't you like sure. <laughs>
1: <kidding>. three girls? <laughs> wow,
0: get your mind out of the gutter, Corey. I'm talking about something serious.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. You said you wanted to be serious about this.
0: No, I didn't. Oh. I said I wanted to talk about it oh, okay. for reals, though. Okay, I got my serious face anyway. I'm seriously <laughs> listening. Okay,
1: back to the two girls. Where was this end again? was not Oh my gosh. What?
0: Really? Really? Can I tell my story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. That's all I'm trying to do here. What were you wearing? Lord. Okay. Anyhow. What I was going to say is, all right, like most people that are in recovery, okay, we all have stories, right? We all have kind of how we got to where we were, be it a slow road, be it the fast track, be it how long we were on that road, if we found our way out to recovery to be where we are today, which is kind of why I'm really talking about this is because how I'm able to handle the situation that came to light. So we're talking about, you know, your past and my past in particular. The situation is, um, or about a year and a half ago, over a year and a half ago, um, I got myself into some trouble and, um, had to do with, uh possession of some of illegal drugs and it's not something i'm proud of uh it's not something that i celebrate or you know walk around like uh mm, it's not it's not something i even really really actually think of as a pivotal moment in my life as a good or bad thing in in my using or drinking career um, but it happened. It happened, nonetheless. Um, it was a poor decision, and um, I was arrested, and um, they didn't put me behind bars or anything. They let me, let me leave, and um, nothing really came of it. I mean, I knew it had happened, and uh, they just said they were going to send— whatever it was I had uh, to the lab and then, um, you know, to wait to hear from them. Well, I never heard anything that They ever came to come get me. They never, I never did anything. Well, in the midst of all of this, um, by different means, I had made the decision myself that I needed help. And it was my decision to go to rehab. It was my decision to make a change in my life. It was something that had needed to happen for some time. Um, and I wanted it, and it really had nothing to do with that certain situation that had happened. um My drug of choice is alcohol um all day long I'm an alcoholic um I dabbled in you know drugs, trying to find that same that same high, and you know it never worked, but um alcohol was killing me. And, um, so that's what I really needed to focus on is figuring out how to handle, how to handle that. And, you know what, it's weird now that I'm really talking about this, I was not drinking during that period of time when I got in trouble. Um, and I thought that I was doing awesome because I wasn't picking up the bottle, i was trying to (laughs) i know why are you laughing like you think this is weird it's not because people that are listening right now are like yeah i get it like you know i knew that drinking was i couldn't i couldn't do it i couldn't just drink like a normal
1: person so i
0: figured that i would try like doing something different
1: other drugs like
0: it Coke so made sense to me or at the time.
1: Math, it it's probably it, not. It's a good insanity. Idea.
0: It is total insanity. It makes no sense at all. But apparently, at the time, I was patting myself <laughs> on the back.
1: I'm not like drinking. Marnie, Give me crack crack. hey,
0: you know what? You can't drink. You figured that one out, sister. So let's hmm. <laughs> let's still be bad because you know it's it's good to be bad. No, uh, it's not it's not it doesn't help anything all that situation did was make me realize i just get in, in trouble too and you know it just i i needed to find i needed help to sort through why it was that actually i was turning to drugs and alcohol and period why did i need to feel not like me why did i need to forget you know today why did I not want to live today? Why did I, I mean, why did I not want to live in today, rather? Um, anyway, that's a whole longer story. But, um, so this thing comes out of the woodwork, and actually in the oddest way possible, because of good things that I'm doing. It's because of awesomeness in my life today of moving forward and making strides in the right direction that it actually came about, um, that my background check came up and they're like, Hey, yeah, there's this thing that you need to look at and we need to know what's going on with it. And I'm like, Holy crap, you're, I need to get that taken care of. I need to look at that. And so I did, you know, I straight up was like, I'm going to look into this and figure out what's what. And what I need to do to get taken care of, so um, so I did, you know. Um, I, you know, got an attorney, and I'm figuring it all out. And, you know, I'm going to present the court with everything that they need. Um, it was a long time ago. I mean, not that long ago, but the fact is, is I'm I'm owning that sh- situation. Because it did happen, and you know, I'm gonna go through the motions, and it's not gonna be the end of the world. I'm not gonna drink over it. I have that has actually, that thought has not even crossed my mind, and you would think it would have, but it's not. It's just like, it, and, and if anything, it's making me just realize, like. No way. There's no way that that this little thing is gonna take me down because it's totally not worth it. Um so yeah, so I'm gonna sort through it all and everything's gonna end up okay. I'm confident um my higher power is here for me through the, this whole thing too. I've been praying about it and I got people who support me and people that believe in me and I'm not gonna let anybody down. Um, you know, myself being the first and foremost. Um So, yeah, it's kind of like reality kind of creeps up on you. And, you know, your past sometimes will kind of sneak back in in these tricky ways to remind you, like, where you came from. But if you remember where you are today and celebrate that and hold on to that, And focus on that, then things are gonna be okay. So I am gonna get to the other side of this, um, and I am not gonna stress about it, you know. Um, But I think that bringing it out and bringing it up is totally the right thing to do for me because you know what, I am not ashamed of. I am ashamed of the fact that it happened but it was a mistake that I made and, um, yeah, I'm just going to own it and handle it and move move forward with it. And it's a lesson learned, you know, it's part of my story that in some weird effed up way was a piece of how I got to where I am now. And I wouldn't change that for the world. So I'm good with that. And, um, I'm grateful for everybody who's supporting me through all this, who doesn't look at me differently, you know, who doesn't treat me differently or, you know, who's got faith in me that realizes that I I am strong and and that I'll be okay. So thanks to to all those people. You know who you are.
1: (laughs) So let me recap this.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: All right. So you've been praying about it a lot, which is good. But you and the two women were not at a band camp, and you were oh. doing bad stuff, and then you ended up in a purple truck with some stuff that you didn't need in your on your persons now, are you afraid of oh, what if it was more than what you thought, hmm? or did they tell you how much they had or how many you know I know you said how they were much, gonna test I it? know
0: how much I had it was not a lot,
1: okay, but it was. Yeah. What if they test it and they're like, "Oh no, laws have changed."
0: Corey, can you just like not
1: <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> do what you're doing? Well, I'm just saying, uh I liked what you said about, yeah, now we we got right now. Uh the past is the past, yes, and you you do sometimes have to uh own it and it reminds me of a motivational video that Chris Goss sent me uh, today on on Facebook. It was "When it hurts" it's called when it hurts best motivational speech video if you want to, and he said he's been listening to it every morning He kind of starts his day with that it's a really good one if you want to start your day with that you know it's it's when you're feeling alone and oh i don't want to say the whole thing but it, it's a good one when it hurts look look that up on youtube but that that's what he says in there you know he says you know you, you got there is the now You know, there's the past, you know, Mm -hmm. there's the future, there's the now. Mm -hmm. And what are you doing right now? He said, there's the good times, you know, um, there's the bad times, and there's now. Mm -hmm.
0: Well, I mean, and you always say, too, like, you'll make reference to, like, hey, a year and a half ago today, did I think, do I think that I would be sitting here, you know, with all these, you know, wonderful things going on in my life and all these blessings and all of these awesome opportunities um, and so so many things, you know, presenting themselves to me in my life. You know, it's like, no, I didn't, I couldn't imagine, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine that. But it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like all, all that long ago. But at the same time, it was, you know, to like almost look back and be like, look how far I've come. You know, look at all the things that I've done. And, um, it's a good feeling. It's not a bad feeling. Mm-mm. It's really not. I'm, I'm actually like, I'm not saddened by it. I'm not fearful of talking about it. I'm not, you know, um, I'm not hiding anything about, you know, the person that I was. What I'm proud of is the person that I've become. And that's what, that's what, uh, I want to celebrate today. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's better than... And a lot of people, and I don't know if they do it on purpose, maybe they don't know it. I would like to think that when I was going through the, the stages and and the phases, that I was I was serious. I think that, you know, and I've talked about it before, about there always being a part of me that thought, oh, we're off to California, get a radio job or something. But, you know, when I would say I don't want to drink again, then maybe, I don't know, maybe... Obviously, I wasn't that dedicated. Otherwise, I would have... um probably quit them but for you to not you know be fake about it or you know to be committed to it because you could have just took taking this bad news and oh no and it could have went a totally different way
0: oh for sure
1: and not that you're proud of it but yeah you can't run from it and did it happen sure and it probably needed to happen and you didn't really have this incident and then run off to rehab. I mean, you're still no. out there for a minute.
0: Yeah. No, it took me a minute. It took, I mean, like they say, everything happens for a reason. I mean, I truly do believe that. Like I said, did I Did I think that that was a pivotal moment, good or bad, in my decision to to actually make some changes in my life? Maybe. Maybe it was. Whatever it was, like you said, it happened. and And just being okay with just dealing with it is something that i couldn't have done back then obviously i mean and the thing is is i it, it was weird it was a weird thing it was a weird situation but um you know moving on
1: so if someone has warrants out there or they have something that it's just out there and maybe they're in the same situation like i don't know this happened mm-hmm. i never really got anything I'm not, I'm not gonna be up there going hey were you gonna come take me and put me in jail mm-hmm. you know nobody wants to raise their hand to that but i mean in you didn't call and be like hey this you know i mean it kind of circumstances were boom um it happened what happened you know like they would say caught up to you but i mean that's when it came to light again and of course it really wasn't top of mind um if you got pulled over you probably would have been like oh i wonder what's going on with that but as far as like when you wake up Mm-mm. in the morning you're not like, Hey, I wonder what's going on with that. I'm just gonna no. walk on eggshells today. No. You know, it was so long ago where you're thinking, Well, they must not want me that bad, you know, they knew where I was living, they they knew my address. It's I have a license, you know, like yeah. I mean there's there's a lot I've of things. I've gotten that- an
0: apartment, I've gotten jobs, I've gotten you know, it's it just it just it's it was time, I guess. It was time for it to kinda come come out, come to light and that's cool.
1: So, if someone does have something like that out there, would they? Would you have them? I mean, would well, you, I mean, I'm gonna say I,
0: No, I'm not gonna lie. I don't know. I mean, there there may be some repercussions. You know what I mean? I, fines or fees, or I mean, oh, when it really boils money. down to it, no, I'm serious. They are gonna get their money <laughs> when it real really boils down to it. I mean, there's the steps that I've taken, the strides that I've taken towards my recovery. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, every day is a step forward in my life, um, working this program, working to live a sober life. It's not just a fricking silver platter. It's, you know, it's diligence. It's, you know, it's prayer. It's, you know, hard work and, um, but it it gets easier, you know, for me, it's gotten easier, but, um, there are no promises, you know, there's, there are those days that are going to come where you think about picking up and you got to be ready for those. Um, you know, there's nothing, there's no, like, uh, you're never like completely, it's never completely something that is just off your mind. I would say that. I mean, just like you were talking about, you had thoughts even today. Yeah, I mean, it's not; it happens. You just got to be ready for them and know how to handle them. So.
1: So I guess, just do well, you research when your time is right, or like I don't, I don't know, like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I can't say. I can't say. I mean...
1: You're going to have to face the music at at some point. If if, if you're out there and you're like, man, I got this, I don't know. Yeah, I mean,
0: I would say, like, starting... Because that's the whole idea, right? I mean, isn't the whole idea, like, a fresh start? You know, like, kind of like starting over, you know? Um, You know, starting your life again. Figuring out who you are and who you want to be and what you want to do. And figuring out the things that you love. um, And actually doing those because you know without drugs or alcohol and for the longest time I couldn't imagine anything without drugs or alcohol I didn't know who I was I didn't know what I liked I didn't know what I was good at I didn't you know and to have to go back and refigure all that stuff out is confusing and difficult and hard work and so yeah if you got something that is in your past that's probably needs to be dealt with I mean in my case, it was legal system, but I don't know. Maybe it's just a personal thing. You know, maybe it's relationships. Maybe it's something, you know, I think that just have faith and, you know, have your best interests of your sobriety in mind and you as a person in mind. Um, you know, I, everyone's situation is different. Mine, mine is what it is. And I will let you know how it all, all rolls <laughs> out, you know, but like, the most thing, you know, the thing that was really the most bothersome about this whole thing is that my daily interaction with the people that I know um, in a professional um, basis and also family members or, or friends or whatever, um, you change your routine or, you know, your presence or lack thereof. Um, it it pops up this question, you know, with addicts and alcoholics is like, what happened to her? You know, like mm-hmm. their automatic go to is like she's back out, right? You know, they don't see you for a couple days. What's your first thought? Like she's, you know, when somebody's off the grid, it's bad news. <laughs> Nobody's heard from them. Has anybody heard anything? You know, and that's totally not totally not even close to being it, but um. But yeah, I mean, because I don't know, maybe I would think have thought the same thing, you know. So it's all, it's all fine, it's all fine and good. It's just um, something I got to do, you know. Face the music, whatever, whatever you want to call it. But um, I'm, a, I'm
1: gonna call it paying their money. So I'm gonna call yeah,
0: it. Yeah, um, there probably be some some of that. Well oh, there'll I, be
1: some money. I, I, I'll bet you. <laughs> no,
0: I don't. <laughs> you and betting is not. Uh, it's become not fun yeah. <laughs> anymore.
1: Betting against me is real fun. Um (laughs) just ask Dustin. (laughs) No. Um
0: anyway, so just I just want to clear the clear the slate on that whole situation for for those who are inquiring.
1: It's a good point. Because sometimes you get caught up in life and your addiction and like you said, you know, if they're not coming to pick you up, they're not sending you letters. I don't know. I, I really don't think many people are going to raise their hand and go, "Hey, um, Mister, <laughs> were, were you guys going to punish me today? Because I really don't have anything going on next week. It's be right. perfect time." So yeah, and then over if, over time, you don't hear anything, you don't see anything, and it doesn't
0: just go away.
1: No, unfortunately, it doesn't. No, but. At least you but did didn't the right things. I didn't know it was the
0: I – didn't, I didn't know that it was the situation that it was by any means. I mean – Right, and you weren't forced to I rehab. I was taken totally
1: – I think for your own safety and health, you forced yourself to go to rehab. Uh, but, like, the court wasn't making you go to rehab. No. And maybe they would have. And now you've already done that. You, you've you already, you know, put in the time and your year's just coming up a couple months. Uh-huh. So, I mean, if they're not going to make you go to rehab um, – I don't... Yeah, they just want their money. They're gonna be like, okay, well...
0: They might make me to do community service. Oh,
1: uh, okay. <laughs> you <laughs> do that anyway, count? so... <laughs> does this
0: count as community service? It
1: does for some. <laughs> uh, it didn't for me, though. My probation officer was like, nope. I was like, what do you mean, nope? <laughs> like, uh, whatever. And then, and then she tried to tell me that... What did she tell me? There was some excuse that the reason why I couldn't use, I couldn't do any community service to get anything taken off for fines. Because Berrien County won't money. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. It wasn't too... Once I gave them their money, <laughs> it was okay. But, yeah, they just, they just wanted their money. And they wouldn't transfer me up to um, Charlevoix County because they wanted their money. They didn't want no money going to Charlevoix County. They wanted it to go into Berrien County, so... Uh, but it was easy for me though. The probation was, and, uh, yeah. And then, you know, I was thinking about that today too on my drive. Um, uh, I can't remember if it was, might've been back from driver city. Like if I didn't get probation for a year, I don't know if I would've had the, uh, the consequences or the yeah consequences. Cause before when I would drink, because I had never gotten in trouble, you know, I just almost died, (laughs) but I never got in trouble, I never had to, you know, have consequences, and that was probably the only good thing, I don't, I'm not a fan of jail, I don't think jail teaches anybody anything, but just to have a consequence, I think really helped me, so you can try this if you want, if you really want to stop drinking just go turn yourself in and say you know i drove drunk the other night and i wasn't caught but damn it i want a year probation and i want to pay you guys some money and that might be the best money you've ever spent would it be yeah yeah if if it could keep someone sober for the rest of their life hell yeah it would be
0: no i mean do you think that that's the way that somebody would stay sober
1: it worked for me i mean i had to you know if i would have drank or if i would have done stuff then
0: i don't know if there's there's no magic i don't think there's any equation that can i, don't
1: I think know. It, that was the, i don't know it was the first time i ever like because before if i would go drink and what you know I, I hurt my mom's feelings well when i'm in active addiction and i'm you know getting that that craving or that that mindset of oh I, I can drink and then i talk myself right into it family member that that doesn't even come into play and people with addiction we know this you know, and we hurt the ones that, that we love, we don't hurt the ones we fear. So I think by having that fear of oh, you know, bad things are gonna happen long, to me. Yeah, but
0: how long does that last for? Being, Probation being, for a year. So what happens after a year? You need to want it.
1: Yeah, but I'm just being saying, sober
0: out of fear is not living sober. No, it won't keep you sober. No,
1: you yeah, you still have to want it. And that's why you prove that you want it by going to turn yourself in for a crime that you didn't get caught doing. Why that, you going to take it
0: all the way there? What do you mean? <laughs> Nobody's going to do that.
1: i want to turn myself in again for that time that I smoked crack. And that was a funny story, sort of. Um, <laughs> I went to see my buddy and we were partying and we used to like, get on the computer and play Xbox and stuff like that. And i go over there one day and... He's like, hey, man, look at this, you know, smoke crack. And I was like, okay. And he pointed at some some woman who nowadays they would call it um, sex trafficking, I guess. But she was over there, and I I didn't do anything with her. I I don't know. I mean, nothing was happening while I was there. Uh, But then I woke up the next morning on the floor, and I look up, and there's this big brother staring me down. Like just crazy eyes and I was like oh shit what's going on here you know and he gave me the old uh hey man you wanna hit that and I was like uh no I'm good I gotta go I got a girlfriend and what that ain't good enough for you 50 bucks and I was like I don't, I don't have 50 bucks and I have a girlfriend and I have to go and I jumped in the car and took off and the story is a little bit longer than that but that's the PG version and on the way home i was thinking man i gotta stop hanging out with him like i'm not hanging out with him ever again what am i doing with my life like i'm gonna go turn myself in for that <laughs> <laughs> and say look i i did it i wasn't caught but damn it i need to be punished again let me put let me pay you money and put me on probation hmm
0: I'd be curious to know, like, the people that are listening. <laughs> no, this is, where, this is where we need to have a call-in time it's for people <laughs> No, for people to actually call in and be like, the question is, do you think that the punitive route is better than rehabilitation through, you know, a treatment center?
1: Well, I was sent to so a treatment I mean, center.
0: No, but I mean, like, locking people up.
1: Oh, I, does, I lock,
0: does jail make people sober?
1: No, jail doesn't make people sober
0: why did you say you would go back to jail?
1: No, I said bad things would happen.
0: No, you said you would turn yourself in so you could go back to jail.
1: No, not back to jail. Just put on probation for another year or two. Oh. Just to make sure, you know, I'll make it to that three-year mark.
0: I don't know. I wish... Callers? <laughs> Are we set up for that yet?
1: <laughs> Some callers, yeah. I mean, they could call, but... Yeah. I have to find the number no i don't know i'm just saying like i'm probably not going to turn myself in for smoking crack 20 years ago but um i don't know like i'm just saying to help me and i was thinking about that on the way back like would i have been able to i mean it's one of those questions that i'll never know the answer to so i don't know but I was just wondering, and it's not like anybody's going to really run out and be like, hey, I was, you know, I drove drunk, you know, a couple weeks ago and I really want to turn myself in. I don't know. Just having that consequence for me, you know, having that, well, you could get in trouble if you do it, you know, and I never had that before. Like I said, it was, it was more, oh, you're going to let people down and, you know, your brain will convince you that, oh, no, you're sneaky enough. You just did it wrong last time. This Mm -hmm. time it's going to be different. This time no one's going to know and you can just do it for this weekend. Just drink your little heart out, you know, and get out of your system now because then two weeks from now, and I don't know, I, I would always play dumb scenarios in my head and I would lose every time. And that's why I really strongly believe that, you know, it's in our head that we got to get out of. We got to quit th- thinking that we're smarter than the disease. And you just dig deep in your soul. And that's why, you know, I think they say like in AA, you know, it's a spiritual program because you got to find that side of you that that deep down wants to quit but your brain just keeps getting in the way going no no man you want some more of this look we need some serotonin bro like come on Mm -hmm. do it you can get away with it this time you're you're smarter than that you're smartest man in the world (laughs) and then no and then it happens all over again how is it that We can create smartphones that are amazing, that has, like, facial recognition, all this other crazy stuff, and we can't just beat addiction. (laughs) You know? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. We're sending people to the moon. We're doing all this stuff, but, you know, we can't fix anger issues with people. I don't know. It's just...
0: Human behavior is...
1: I guess this is how we're built, really, but... Yeah. It's crazy.
0: But change can happen. That's the bottom line. That's for sure.
1: Mm.
0: You know, you just have to believe in yourself.
1: There was a guy that said <laughs> if there was a pill to cure, like, alcoholism, uh-huh. you know, that he would overdose on that.
0: Yeah, I heard that, too. <laughs>
1: it's like, yeah, if there's a pill that stopped me from being an addict, whew, I'd be hooked. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. I've heard that, too. Yeah, that it's funny. funny. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No. All right. Well, Marnie, uh, best of luck if you need a letter or something. <laughs> We've been known to write letters for people. At least I have, yeah.
0: Thank you. A
1: 217 Recovery letterhead and everything. It's all official.
0: That's great.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, if you need one, let me know. Appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And like Marnie said, uh, if you want to email us instead of calling, feel free if you have a question. There's a forum that we have. It's I think you have to have the Wix app. And then find our page. I don't know. It might be just easier. Seriously, hitting us up on Facebook or you know, Twitter or just emailing cory at 217recovery.com and uh, we'll get back to you. There is a recovery event coming up on the 19th of September in Pawpaw. And we're going to be talking with Uh, the group that's putting it on on thursday and i've asked for like flyers and stuff so i can put it up on our website and that we can keep talking about it keep promoting it and of course september is recovery month and we're also going to be at ufam on the 22nd so that'll be pretty exciting and i think there's and i i'm not going to say anything because i don't know if it's for sure so hold off on that one but uh, yeah i want to talk to him on thursday and we'll start talking with you know, people that are going to be there speaking. I think they have a comedian, um, probably some bands, and it'll be a good time. Papa kind of in my neck of the woods, Southwest Michigan, sort of. But, yeah, so looking forward to that. And if you know of any events going on, um, Dawn Farms, I guess they're not having their event, is what Anna told me. She reached out to them. But if you know of any recovery events, you know, or think maybe we should put a parade together, (laughs) I don't know, maybe we'll just put one together, see how that goes.
0: Sounds good. Something.
1: Yeah, let us know. That's my point. All right. Thanks again for listening, and we're on all the platforms, so... You can find us easily Tell your friends And we'll talk to you On Thursday
0: Thanks for listening To the 217 Recovery Podcast For more episodes Plus bonus features Download the 217 Recovery app